Hi, it's Pam. It's time to chat, so let's do it. Let's get into a little, a little more fun, lighthearted podcast today. I have put a lot of serious stuff out there, and rightly so, um, but I'm not feeling it today. We have two more weeks of June left. Can you believe it? It will be July very, very soon, and that is hard to believe. Gary and I were very busy we looked back in the calendar to see how do we how do we spend the first part of the year before we went into lockdown in March and we were really busy we did a lot of stuff and looking back it's like oh wow it seems like a blur and we were gone almost all of 2019 um we're you know we're making it we're getting through it we're doing things and uh, you know, keeping your chin up, keeping our chin up. What else are you going to do, right? I mean, <laughs> wringing our hands isn't going to prove anything. Gnashing our teeth is not going to do anything. So you find ways. And so uh, with that note, I hope you paid attention to the podcast yesterday where I talked about the inserts that go into bras to keep ladies chilled down. Now, I'm not really sure how that's going to work. I have a little fan that hangs around my neck. It's It looks like a transistor radio and it keeps kind of a breeze blowing on my face and neck and, and it's helpful. Um, bra inserts that are frozen, I just don't know about that. Um, like I said yesterday, wear them in your pocket, <laughs> you know, something like that. I don't know. But um, have you, since you can, we can't travel, um, have you ever just thought about where you could, where you would like to go that you'll probably never go? And so Gary and I have talked a lot about travel during this, during this time, um, where we would go if it opened up and, you know, what we would do and, and that sort of thing. It's the, the curve is not flattening in Florida as in other places, so, don't know. Don't know what that's going to mean for us. But, one place Gary and I have wanted to go, and we'll probably actually not go there for a multitude of, of pretty serious reasons. Um, but, uh, Rio de Janeiro and, and go to the top of Sugarloaf Mountain. Wouldn't that be spectacular? I mean, you could go on a cruise ship and and sit out and look at it from out there and then and tour it and go back to the ship. Maybe that might be the ticket. I don't know. It's Brazil is a place I've always wanted to go. Rio de Janeiro. Um, Sao Paulo, not so much. That's more of the, the business part. But Sao Paulo is where the fun happens. And But I have a point to this. And that is, did you know? Because I didn't. I really did not know this. There is a place in Florida on this peninsula uh, a little over 20 miles west of Orlando called, drumroll please, Sugarloaf Mountain. Um, it's not the highest peak in Florida. And when I say that, you're probably chuckling because Florida's flat. It's a very flat peninsula. And the the mean elevation overall in Florida is 100 feet above sea level. People want to know what What's the lowest point of you know, sea level? What's the lowest point in Florida? Where the ocean meets the beach. <laughs> That's the lowest point. Um, but overall, we are 100 feet above sea level. Now, the highest 
peaks, of course, in the country are in Colorado. And if you've ever traveled in the Rockies and, and done all of that, you realize how sea level and above sea level can and does affect your health. It affects how you breathe, basically, how your body takes in oxygen levels and how your body acclimates to that. So many people that go to Colorado have trouble and many people that come to Florida do as well because it's so near sea level and probably will be below sea level at some point. But let me get back to Sugarloaf Mountain, um, which is about 312 feet uh, above sea level. And while it is not the highest peak uh, in Florida, it is the most prominent. And uh, it's been through a lot of transitions. Uh, first, it was heavily wooded. Then that got stripped away, um, I believe, in the 40s, where they just decimated the trees. Then um, they, they used it for citrus groves, and that went pretty well until the 80s when the, the climate changes begin to take uh, have an effect, and it would be, get too cold. There, they've they've tried grapes, making it a vineyard that didn't work, uh, and then they tried development. They tried housing development. Uh, had a, a golf course, which is now not functional. Um, the housing uh, plummet in 2008 affected all of that development. So it's it's had a very interesting history in so many ways but now it's very popular for people who bike and pe who people who ride scooters it's it they said it's kind of difficult the 312 lift uh feet lift that you get there because everything is so flat and if you're a biker a real a real biker in florida you're used to flat terrain and so to have that spike uh, it's kind of difficult even for experienced bikers they say uh, there is a, a a higher a higher peak the the really the highest peak in Florida is in the Panhandle near the uh, uh, near Alabama. So for me, uh, that peak is actually called that the highest point is called Britain Hill, uh, B R I T T O N Britain. Hill and it rises to 345 feet. To me, when I talk about the Panhandle, that's Alabama. That that's not Florida. That's not Alabama. You somebody reminded me the other day that when you enter Florida, you're in you have two different time zones in Florida, and I forget about that because of of uh, of the of the Panhandle and where that's those beaches up there are are pretty and everything, but that is Gulf Coast. And I prefer the, you know, I just prefer the, the real, the real coast. I talked about uh, being landlocked there when we lived in Dallas. And by that, I meant from an ocean. Yes, there's the, the Gulf Coast uh, of Texas down on the, the southern part of Texas. And the, the very, the very lowest part of South, South Padre Island in Texas. Now that's a, those are really very pretty, or they were, haven't been there in a very, very long time. Very pretty beaches down there because it's almost like Mexico. When you get that far down Harlington, uh, Gary and I have flown into Harlington, you're way, you're way, way down there. And uh, those Gulf Coast beaches 
are, you know, pristine white sand. Very, very, very pretty. So, yeah, when I talked about um, Texas being landlocked, I didn't mean Texas, I meant Dallas uh, being landlocked from an ocean. Um, so if, if you're wondering about it, in my, if you listen to my podcast about that. But anyway, I'm thinking Gary and I just may have to, while we can't travel, we have to hop in the car and just check out this uh, this highest, uh, uh, most prominent, let me rephrase, the most prominent peak at 312-ish feet above sea level. Because, uh, man, you're really climbing when you're doing that. Um Driving to Orlando from South Florida is pretty boring. I'm just going to tell you. It's like if you've ever been in Texas and you've driven all the way across the state, it's the same thing in Florida. Same kind of thing. You feel like you're never going to get out of When you live in South Florida, where we do, almost, almost in the Caribbean, you have to drive up the state, then across the state at the bottom of Georgia and Alabama. You think you're never going to leave the state. Same thing in Texas when you're driving and you're doing the, the uh, West Texas uh, point. My, my first novel that I wrote, The Bain Bridges of the Palm Beaches, uh, the characters started out in Florida, but then I took them uh, across uh, into Texas. And if the West Texas area is an area I know really well. My mom had an uh, had an aunt, one of my grandmother's sisters, uh, and her husband lived in West Texas. And while it's very flat, it's very arid, um, kind of like when you go to the island of Bonaire, uh, there's beauty in, even amongst that sort of topography. But what's funny about that those parts of West Texas is... From where my my aunt and uncle lived, they lived, or my mom's, my mom's aunt, um, my great aunt, um, it 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 also had interesting uh, hills and dales, uh, canyons, and and that was what I brought into my novel. Uh, this area of uh, there's a little town called Aspermont, Texas, and it is. Back then, have no idea. I haven't been there in truly an unbelievably long, long, long time. <laughs> but um, you would be surprised by these little, little bodies of water and these streams that ran through these canyons. Very, very beautiful. So there's beauty to be found in all of these areas. But as Gary and I are unable to do any significant travel, I think. We just may have to try this uh, this highest, <laughs> you know, most prominent peak, Sugarloaf Mountain. And while it is not the Sugarloaf that I would like to go to in Brazil, hey, you know, beggars can't be choosers, right? It's uh, There's a Sugarloaf Mountain right here in Florida. You just never know what you're going to find when you just peel that onion back a little bit. Um, I hope that you're being safe and you're wearing masks because it is important to continue to wear our mask. Gary and I now have an assortment of masks. Our, our, our selections are varied and we continue to believe that they're important, both of us, and to keep an eye on, uh, on where things are and I hope you do too. And I hope if you're finding ways to virtually travel, to talk about travel, or to find new and interesting things where you can socially distance in your neck of the woods. 
um, that's that's great. That would be fun. Let us know. Let us hear from you. We would like to know what you're up to um, while you are in this situation that we are all in, even though things are opening up. Um, that's not proving um, in, entirely successful. Some things are, are closing back down, I read yesterday, because um, it's, it's not really working out that well. Um, so I hope that all is well where you are and that you will visit us either on YouTube, North Palm Beach Life, or our website. We appreciate you. Stay with us.